Ladies and gentlemen, this is Dak Xavier Josiah, the host of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live, the podcast. You want to catch up with all of our podcast shows and hear from some of the hottest names in all of anime, comics, movies, and games, such as... This is Miley Flanagan, the voice of Naruto. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon. This is Ruben Langdon, the voice of Ken Masters and Dante from Devil May Cry. Hey there, this is Kyle Abair, the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter V. This is Chris Battle, character designer of Teen Titans Go! Here's your chance to check out all of that and more on Talk Time Live. TalkTimeLive.com provides all of our ACMG content with new and previous episodes, exclusive interviews, articles, and much more. Visit TalkTimeLive.com and let us help you learn to let go, live life, and love all things ACMG. Talk Time Live! Hi guys, this is Ruben Langdon. You're listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Show you can! It's time for your Talk Time Live exclusive. You are now about to witness the strength of geek knowledge. Folks, our next guest is back and more powerful than ever. He is the voice of Gohan and the star of the biggest anime of the year, known as Dragon Ball Super Superhero. His name is Kyle Abair, and he is making his fifth appearance on the show to talk about how Gohan got his groove back in this action-packed movie and more. Kyle, welcome back to Talk Time Live, my friend. Oh my gosh. Thanks for having me, Dax. This is this is great. This is great. This is an awesome weekend while we're we're recording the show and uh, Dragon Ball fans are, are celebrating around the world. And making it number one in North American theaters and like, you know, just it's surreal. I mean, not even just for because it's Dragon Ball, but like it's I feel like we shouldn't be surprised. But at the same time, going up against Beast, going up against Bullet Train, you're 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 throwing a Kamehameha or a Makenso over to Brad Pitt and Idris Elba at the same time and just knocking them out the water. (laughs) And I imagine the, the studio execs are going, what is going on? What is this? And, and we love like, these uh, guys, but, you know, anime yeah. is anime. <laughs> and it's like, I want to tell the studio people, ask your kids. Ask your kids. <laughs> they know. As they got the paraphernalia and the T-shirts and everything going on there. Dude, seriously. Seriously. And it's crazy. I'm reading all these stats, you know, like 45 <laughs> million worldwide so far. And yes. it, it slammed past Pokemon as the number one anime theatrically released film of all time it's like wow. what and it's it is crazy because like last year i mean it was uh, my hero academia world heroes mission and they kind of made a move too last year because yeah. I, if i'm correct that was the first one to make it you know na- nationwide if i'm correct this because it is dragon ball let's be real it is dragon ball the long history the popularity you know this is the mickey mouse of the you know anime industry they, I think people underestimated this um, this movie, and you know what? Oh well, you know, Frieza underestimated Goku, and look what happened, <laughs> dude. Seriously, I've been reading a lot of rumblings and grumblings, as you know, trolls usually do on yeah. on the Twitterverse and such, not on social media, saying you know it's like they're not marketing this movie enough. It's like, well, it's number one at the box office, so someone knows. Yeah, <laughs> and now all these people that are coming out happy are going to tell their friends, and they're going to gather up all their friends and go see it multiple times. And you know, look, I am so urged to go back. Like, look, this is the part of me that is so grateful that I just live like no more than like a half a mile away from a theater. 
Beautiful. which I went to go see the movie in. So, like, I, I'm don't put it past me because I enjoyed it that much. That I mean, everything from the it, what I really enjoyed it enjoyed the most. Not aside from just you getting the spotlight and your character finally getting the spotlight, is that the ADR writing for this particular. You can get the you can get the Dragon Ball feel, but you also got a hint of Western style comedy. Yes. That I really enjoyed here. And it was like it really it felt like a mainstream type of thing. Like the writing has been stepped up so well. And, you know, credit to the studios and, and the writers for that, because I, I really enjoyed the, the dialogue and everything going on in, the, in this movie. Yeah, and the dub cast is strong, man. I think everyone just knocked it out of the park. Well, you guys have been doing it for legacy, years. You guys have well, taken legacy you've, characters. You've, yeah, you've yeah. I mean, there's, there's new people. There's new people on the cast. You know, having the voice of Mario be one of the one of the, the oh, people was, in this. Charles, uh, Charles was just phenomenal. I, yeah. I this is the first time I heard him outside of It's It Me. <laughs> yeah, and he's and really good. He, was so enjoyable in this. I was I was just so ecstatic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and um, the two two androids, Alex the gamma, Lee, and the Gamma, the, too. yeah, gamma, really, Alex like everybody, Lee, Gina Robinson, yeah, and, like and everybody, everybody knocked it out of the park. Moments. Everyone gets moments in this, and you see for the first time, instead of everyone just watching on the sidelines while two people fight, mm-hmm. it's everyone giving their all against a menace. I guess we'll stay spoiler free, <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, it's it's so great to see together. So you've got a combination of the thrills, the laughs, mm-hmm. and the feels, the right. great sense of family, and that that story that that comes full circle and, and everything. And again, like you said, it balanced everybody out. We got, to, I mean, it was not without showing you know Goku and Vegeta at one point, but then it totally focuses on her. You got that, you got that part that you like, and then let's get to some real, you know, main event stuff like that's about to happen in this movie, and it did not disappoint at all. <laughs> no. Not is, at all. It, it, is it a, feels great. It is, it is officially one of my top favorite Dragon Ball movies, and I, I say that a lot because Bojack Unbound was a, was one of my favorites as well, um, cool, cool. which was another evolution of Gohan's character. Um yeah. You know, he's been through three different stages. Of course, Dead Zone, he really showed his potential there. But um, we got a chance to see, you know, him shine out a little bit in like Brawley, Bio Brawley or the Second Coming is what they call mm-hmm. it, too. So but this is the real one. <laughs> if anybody's oh, yeah. a Gohan fan, you need or Piccolo fan to that matter. You need to see this yes. movie. Bar none. Yeah. Piccolo's <laughs> my personal favorite character of Z the whole the whole time. Ever since I first became a fan in 95. Mm-hmm. And I started working on it in 2000. And when I was doing the world tournament uh, um, as PyCon, Chris Sabat goes, man, if you come along a year ago, you probably could have been Piccolo. It's like, don't tell me that. (laughs) So I basically did my Piccolo impression, what I would have auditioned as, that voice, just like tornado attack. It's it's what I would have done as Piccolo. But I ended up doing it as PyCon. So the last time we... We're on the show, which was like last Thanksgiving. Always thankful for that moment, by the way. I believe we were still slightly in quarantine mode, but now a year later come by, you're you've started touring again. And it's great to see that. It is very great to see you out there back on uh on the scene everywhere uh you can be. And how does it feel to be back engaging with fans again? It feels like things are getting back to normalcy, you know. Yeah. Uh having been a part of the of the fandom community and the industry community getting to come together 
and spend a weekend with friends and new acquaintances and, and meet and greets and all that and the face to face people telling their story about what these shows and games mean to them. Yeah. You can't replicate that with a, you know, an autograph stream or something online. I mean, it's better than nothing. And, <laughs> you know, we had to reinvent ourselves as a society, you know, being yeah. locked down and all that. So at least there's that and that's grown out of it. But uh, to really just get out there again and, and get some face to face time with everybody and get back to to seeing new places and trying new food. Man, I love some mom pop store stops, you know, <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Awesome. So, I mean, we talked about it again. I mean, congratulations on making it to number one on a box office. Just, it's just, it's very deserving for for this whole entire franchise, this series. Long time coming. Been in our yeah. lives since 1984. It is well deserved. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm right there with you with all the games, all the shows, and now generations. People that were kids watching Toonami back in the day, now they're grown up and married and, 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 and plopping out kids, and now they're raising their kids on the right. shows that meant something to them. And now you're seeing whole families show up at cons. It's not yeah. just... You know, the teenagers getting dumped off by the parents yeah. and them leaving because they don't understand the culture. Now the parents <laughs> are, are exposed to anime and they're becoming fans themselves. I will attest to that. When I was at the theater this past weekend, there were a bunch of uh, fathers there, mostly with their yeah. kids. And mm-hmm. I'll guarantee like is this is one of those deals where it's like this is not just for the kids. They're watching it in fandom too. some of them wearing T-shirts, you know, you know, matching T-shirts or whatnot. Um, the. And it was people like me, like we're just older, you know, people who are fans of this. Uh, Groups of guys were just coming in just to watch this and groups, you know, friends together watching this. And they're like older than me (laughs) and they're watching this. And everybody was getting excited watching this or entertained all through the movie. There was not one part that people did not enjoy about this movie, man. Dude, there's a there's a vibe that can't be replicated by watching on your phone or or even just watching it at home with, with yeah. a great setup and a 4K TV and surround. That's that's amazing and, and everything. But you can't yeah. replicate the experience the of audience. being in a pack theater, having yeah. that audience react and yeah. watching something in IMAX. If you're able to see it in IMAX, yeah. I suggest that's the way to go. I hear the right. 4DX experience is quite fun, too. Oof. I, I wish we had something like that up here. <laughs> <laughs> I, so, although I rode a 40X, I, I rode. It feels like I, it was a ride. It felt like I was on a motorcycle. I was watching the 19, the 2016 Ghostbusters, and right. I was like, I don't like this. This is not for me. This Why is this? No, no. My, my, my seat should not be shaking. That's no. Right, right. <laughs> so you are back reprising your role as Gohan in the latest Dragon Ball Super movie, but... You know, this is like the first time that, you know, there's a real focus on Adele Gohan here. What were your thoughts? What were your first thoughts when you found out about the plot of this movie? I think maybe Toye and Akira Toriyama have been bugged by fans so long that they probably just said, all right, all right, all right, we'll do it. We'll do it. (laughs) But I I honestly don't know. Um, Maybe it was kind of a decision on their end to to it's like you know what let's give some of the other characters a time to shine and the fans of course that means the world to them you know of course we love goku of course we love vegeta we love all the all the big guys and everything but um yeah having um 
the spiritual father, or as I say, just plain the real father, Piccolo. He has been there in a way that Goku hasn't. Not that Goku doesn't love Gohan, but while he's going out saving the universe, Piccolo is there taking him under his wing. And in this film, you see how much he truly cares for Gohan's family. Yes. And that dynamic and interaction is genuinely funny. That he's I on a first name basis with the teacher when he goes to pick up Dan. I was just going to say that. I was so. I, I, that flipped that really took me out that like he's like he's that much invested in this family this is awesome <laughs> and she knows him yeah. by first name basis that's right and that he would hold uh, this, people should hold cell phones like this from now on <laughs> the piccolo way oh my goodness and it, just him having a, a smartphone was just hilarious oh yeah just like the ringtone it's just one of those humanized things that you get to see. It's the small things in character development that really makes things like, you know, characters like him so special. Yeah, totally. Totally. And, you know, um, Gohan is a character that has imbibed so many wonderful aspects that doesn't make him one note. You know, he's a great dad. He's a great father. He's a great husband. He is a great worker. He is very, very smart. But, you know, all he needed was the opportunity to, to show that he could contribute and probably be the biggest asset the whole team yeah. could actually have. And, you know, uh, I don't want to take it away from him. He's 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 bypassed Goku in so many other ways. Yes. But it's like, hey, dad, you know, I can help mm-hmm. <laughs> tournament of power. And like, I was hey. about to say, we did see that in the tournament of power. He re- I mean, that Gohan's really, really shined there. So I felt like that was a tease leading up to yes. what, what this was going to be. Yeah, yeah, and honestly, I don't know where the future goes, what what it holds, if they're going to just make more movies, if they're going to make Super Part 2 as a TV series and continue yeah. just emulating the manga. I honestly don't know, but, you know, as, as anyone as passionate as fans are of something like Star Wars and Marvel, yeah. same sort of deal. It's like, some people might complain about this, that, and the other, but we're still going to be there, and we're still yeah. going to watch every time there's something new and just embrace yeah. it and watch it a million times, even if you're a harsh critic. Right, right. <laughs> but again, what, like, what was your reaction when you found out that the whole movie was going to be based on you and Pic- your character and, Pic- and Gohan and Piccolo? Like, did you that just was thrilling? I mean, that was <laughs> thrilling. Now, honestly, at the end of the day. I don't really think it's it's Gohan's movie or I mean or Gohan and Piccolo per se yeah. but that they have such strong moments such pivotal moments in the film. Yeah. Um I honestly think a little more screen time is built up for, you know, the menace of the Red Ribbon Army and yeah. how the team pulled together at the end, but I mean there's there's so much happening in the movie that I I call it an ensemble film. You know, uh, it just happens to be highlighted by moments that fans have been clamoring for. But it's not the thrust. I don't think it's the thrust. That's that's just my opinion. I don't think it's the thrust. It's like it's not the point of the story. It's like, like if I read a plot line or a summary saying Gohan is going to train harder and in Piccolo and it's like, okay, and then we get this movie, that would be a disappointment. But right. But we weren't led that way. They were very honest from the get-go. Like, it's like, the Red Ribbon Army's back, and, you know, this, that, and the other. So just having Gohan in it at all, honestly, was so great, because he's not even mentioned in Broly, the last right, movie. exactly. It's like, what is this multiverse? What is this strange land that, that Gohan doesn't even exist? Is he truly off just studying or working? <laughs> I mean, she, she really. was really stern. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
So, you don't want to get on her bad side. No, you do not. <laughs> so, undoubtedly, the biggest anime feature of the year. Um, yeah. This was included with a grand Hollywood premiere that you yeah. attended. Yeah. Complete with the orange carpet runway um, for, for the rest of the you and the rest of the cast. How was that experience? Because you showed a clip of it, but it was like, I don't think we can really fathom that experience. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty surreal. I have been so blessed to be able to walk multiple red carpets for several of these Dragon Ball movies. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just crazy to see the, the press on the other side. Yeah. And some media influencers or celebs also walking the carpet. And yeah. it's like, here we are. Again, we're celebrating something that, you know, it's been a few years, but it, it doesn't go away. It might lie dormant, but, you know, yeah. it's still there. It never goes away. You go to any convention and see that the, the fervor is there on a huge level. And, and that excitement from the crowd watching at the premiere, walking straight off the orange carpet into the theater. Everyone gets their free popcorn and the little collector <laughs> popcorn thing. And it's like, oh, my gosh, this is so cool. And, uh, you know, Crunchyroll really did up a number uh, putting together the whole event. The staff uh, were excellent. And, you know, of course, the fans coming out. And, you know, I got to meet a couple of L.A. Lakers afterwards at the reception. Nice. I ran into a WWE wrestler. And uh, <laughs> it's just it's like, what is life? This is nuts. Speaking of which, real, uh, just uh, added question. Have you seen Sammy? Uh Sammy uh, Guevara and uh, Ty uh, Mello yet? I have seen them a few months ago at a con <laughs> in Ontario, California. So I got to to, to meet her recently, for the first time, and yeah, recently recently they went to the uh, went to the uh, premiere of the movie and wherever mm-hmm. they at dressed up in uh, in a uh, familiar uh, attire. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> both well, of them, and it was yeah. awesome. I highly recommend you go check it out, man. Oh, I did. I did. I, I reached out and I texted him. I said, dude, I'm glad you liked the movie. He said, I was about to text you. And, then, you know, his wife, Tay, has started following me. When I met her, she's like, this is Sammy's thing. I don't get it. I'm, it's not my world. But, but hopefully, hopefully by watching this movie, you know, it it, it has converted people because yeah. I feel like it, it it's doing a good service to the newbies in the audience. By, yes. by Here's the catch up at the beginning. So you're not going in cold. It's not something only hardcore fans will understand right it's just a deeper appreciation if you if you come in as a fan yeah. but as someone who's like what is this dragon ball thing it's like mm-hmm. no you'll see you'll see they'll explain what's going on i would hope that the martial artist in her would definitely appreciate this it's- oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw him on Instagram saying that, you know, here we are and at the premiere uh, in our local theater. And she replied, I'm the best wife ever. I'm tolerating. I'm tolerating you, sir. I'm uh, I'll put up with this. I understand for better or worse. <laughs> but she's, she's a good partner. Yes, Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. What was your reaction when you first saw Gohan in the new form? Oh, dude. So excited. <laughs> so excited. Oh, my gosh. Because you we saw this. You witnessed this in the booth, am I right? Like, that's your first interaction mm-hmm. to it? Yeah, yeah. I went to Crunchyroll Studios in Dallas to record uh, a few months ago. And, uh, you know, again, not the same because you're watching on a little monitor and everything. Right. But, Still. And, yeah, yeah. It's like, whoa, 
whoa. And then Chris Sabat's like, right? <laughs> did you find your did you find yourself stop you know, stopping lines and everything when it just came out of nowhere? Or what? Yeah, well, we preview each line in Japanese anyway, so I knew it was right. coming because we have to preview that. But, right. you know, he was so excited to showcase because I was one of the last ones to record. He picked some certain scenes to kind of just play. It's like, just watch all this, this, that, and here, and watch Charles Martinet, and here, watch Zeno and Alex with the, with the gammas, and then here's all that. So I didn't get to see the yeah. whole film. I didn't have time, but, yeah. Um, yeah. And um, whew, Raleigh, uh, the engineer, was like, yeah, the sound mixers are, are they're going to blow people away with a theater mix <laughs> on this movie. That and I'm like, yeah. did. Oh, were we excited? Were we ever so excited to see? It was just a beautiful thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's and, right. And they did it in a big way, too. And I, that's what I really appreciate. It's like, if you're finally giving it to us, but you really gave it to us. You, The, the payoff was just more than the price of admission. <laughs> oh, that's awesome to hear. I was a little concerned because I'm 53, and I don't know that I can mm-hmm. scream the way I did when I first became <laughs> Gohan. But, you know... It worked, and Chris was satisfied. I was satisfied, and I was like, oh, I can't wait to watch this in the final mix. I want to see what sort of tweaks and echoes and sounds are going to be right. in the final mix with that, with that scream. So, dude, yeah, thrilled, thrilled beyond words. So in this stage of your career, playing roles in anime all over, uh, we've seen the evolution and revolution of the industry just grow dramatically up to this point. Um, to the links that people can't even fathom like i never thought we would get to japan's level of popularity because you know when i watched in like 1993 and four and all that stuff i used to watch tape trading and everything and then we would see the premieres and everything and how the actors in the the actors of japan were treated like superstars and i'm like oh my god i've never seen anything like this before you know and now we're getting to that that stage in in this country and you know did you by any chance see this coming or you know just as, as time went on and is this a shock to you or is this something that you just you know knew that was coming to mainstream i think that it's a natural progression thanks to social media people are have heightened awareness about everything and i think that's yeah. good to get that instant pulse of the people instantly um you know for better or worse uh, in every every topic under the sun including anime so you find out there's this whole world of fandom that have have just worshiped you know voice actors that's that do english dubs there's yeah. those that worship cartoon voice actors and that's blowing them away too it's like what what there's people that want to meet me there's people <laughs> what and now people that they they never thought that they would be going on the con circuit and now they're doing yeah. it and they're they're connecting with fans. I think it's just the natural progression. Technology has gotten us to the point where you know we can we can talk on a global basis with something that can fit in our pockets. Absolutely, I couldn't agree more. Speaking of roles, you got a chance. To, uh, we got some big news that in the gaming community, I should say, a few months ago from Capcom that announced the coming of Street Fighter Six. I won't dig deep into this. But I want to know what you thought about the announcement and what are you most excited for, if anything? Dude, I think when you have something as strong as Street Fighter, as big and iconic as that, it's just a matter of time before they make another one. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I, I thought, man, I think it's time. I think it's time. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. 
let's not wait too long. <laughs> let's strike while the, while the fire is hot. And uh, yeah, they were getting close um, to waiting too long, in my opinion. But yeah, it's, it's see, finally the, the coming. Iron- yeah, the ironic thing is these things are recorded like over a year in advance. And yeah. as things progress, sometimes script changes will happen. I'll have to go back in and do what's called a pickup session and, and right. rec- either re-record dialogue that may not have flowed as well or yeah. say, hey, you have some new lines. We're going to add this. We've crafted a new cutscene and right. whatnot. And, you know, thankfully, maybe or, or whatever, you know, all the context of the gameplay mechanics and all that, that doesn't yeah. matter in the context of recording session. So we're not privy to that knowledge. So when people say, so what can you right. tell me about the new game in the story? Like I really can't. All I can tell you is I went in, I read the script, and I did three takes of each line, and, and all that. Which stuff. is why I just kept it to the minimum. Yeah, yeah. And I've you been know, around you know long NDAs. enough to know. We signed NDAs for a reason. We don't want to. Exactly. We don't want to lose our job. This is kind of important. So, but once once either we have the permission to talk about it, or it yeah. is unleashed into the world. So yeah. yeah, for the first time, they announced Street Fighter Six, and they they put the English cast on each character page it's like dude that's great so i don't have mm-hmm. to have that awkward conversation hey kyle you coming back as ryu <laughs> i hope so i hope they call me <laughs> you know how many no interviews comment. i've had with, with that same line <laughs> yeah i've lost count how many times i've been to e3 before this huge <laughs> giant tv is playing a trailer it's like that sounds like you like hmm <laughs> No, it's this guy. It's uh, it's uh, Daryl from uh, from Dallas. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Did they get voice matches for this? Why I oughta. <laughs> so, Kyle, thank you as always. You've been awesome, and just no, I, I mean, really, like we've known each other for it's been going on six years, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've been nothing but a such a great friend and just really a great supporter of me and everything I've done. I can't thank you enough. It's just been an honor, you know, especially considering that you are a just a really good man outside of just your talent and craft, Um, you and your lovely wife and everything. I just really adore you guys. And um, I really thank you for everything. Thank you, man. Appreciate the support and the friendship. This is great. And, uh, and it just so happens that you're playing two characters that I'm all big fans of. So that just wraps there. <laughs> Dude, it's surreal getting to voice on all these shows that have huge fandoms. Like, you know, I've got uh, I got my hero with uh, my big boy. My big Fat boy gum. right here. Fat Gum. Mm-hmm. Escanor. Escanor gets so much love from Seven Deadly Sins, too. It's just, <laughs> and Kiba. Naruto is still big. Aizen and Bleach. Bleach is coming yes. back for the final arc. This this is a big time. This is a big yes. time. Absolutely. Great time to be a fan. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So with that said, our last bit of uh, questions that we're going to have are going to be quick questions. I did this with you last time. I had a great time. I yeah. want to do it again. See what comes up. <laughs> okay. Put my thinking right. cap on. All right. Let's go. Favorite scene in the movie. I, I, it's a spoiler. I can't say. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let you go with that one. We'll let you go with that one. <laughs> but it's you, you kind of. It's a scene in which I do wish I had more dialogue. I'll say that. Uh, interesting. Gotcha. <laughs> we'll leave yeah. it at that. <laughs> uh, you might have already answered this question, but if not, maybe another character from this. But favorite character in the movie aside from Gohan. Mm. 
man, oh man. I think, uh, golly, I'm I'm totally loving uh, Gamma Two. Gamma yeah. Two, such a such a fun character. And I'm glad that you mentioned that. And I can only I'm just going to stop right there <laughs> because he was okay. one of my favorite. He was he's a favorite too. And I'll just stop right there. <laughs> you stop right there. Because if I say any more, again, for those who didn't watch it, it'll be spoilers. So, <laughs> but I agree. I agree. Yeah. I really enjoyed the performance. I really enjoyed the character. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, all right, moving on. <laughs> Favorite event you attended this year so far? Uh, wow. It's, 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 it's a split between this premiere and going to Crunchyroll Expo and screening the first 20 minutes of the movie. Wow, a few 20 minutes? Before. Wow. Yeah, the first 22, actually. There was wow, a good I think we didn't get that much with uh, My Hero Academia World Heroes mission um, in New York, in New York Comic Con last year. That's a lot. Yeah, Comic Con, they showed the first 22 minutes in Japanese. And then at Crunchyroll Expo, the, the dub was finally mixed. So that was the first time any part of the English dub had been revealed worldwide. Oh, that's right. You know what? I did. You know what? You're right, because I missed out on that panel. That was in the morning time, I believe. When that yeah, panel well, was there in New York Comic Con, and I told him, I'm not missing Thursday this year. <laughs> yeah, in San Diego too. That they they screen it in San Diego Comic Con, mm-hmm. and you know the crowd is just like what <laughs> and oh, all man. that. I learned just my lesson. I, that's that's I'm, that's not happening this year when I go back. So no, no. Okay, favorite Marvel Studios movie or TV series. Oh man. Uh okay, in terms of movies, one that is just stuck in me for loving just because it's a great action film is The Winter Soldier. Yes. I love The Winter Soldier. But uh you know the best comedy is Ragnarok, of course. Yes. Uh TV series. Um I would say I believe Moon Knight. I believe Moon Knight is pretty is so top good. tier. And so, even though so right, right, it looks like She-Hulk's going to probably top it because it's so funny. And uh, it's just, there's only one episode dropped so far, but it's but like, I think, look, I think they're good. That last, that, that, that end credit scene, in my opinion, is one of the best end credit scenes of all time. It truly is. It truly is. <laughs> I, and yeah, we got to get more people to watch this. They, they can't be like, oh, she just looks like Fiona from Shrek. Like, no, they fixed it. The VFX <laughs> people have been working hard Here. and... On Bruce, especially the CG and the shadow, it's like, yeah. oh my God, it looks good. Here's my thing: I think there's those people who are overanalyzing it, yeah, and maybe being contrarian about it. And then mm-hmm. there's also people who may be trying to sabotage it before everybody sees it. Bingo! But, but it, it never really works because when people finally see it, they have their own opinions, they have their strength of choice, they yes. end up liking it. And there was a lot more positivity to the to this first episode. Especially the performance of, of uh, what is her name, Tatiana, I believe, yeah. mm-hmm. from uh, Orphan Black. She sold me in that in credit scene. I was like, I'm a I'm officially a fan of hers. <laughs> right there, that was just awesome. I love so, the beginning when she just turns around and starts talking to the camera like the Ferris, Ferris Bueller, Bueller uh, like, third fourth just, wall. <laughs> let's break that fourth wall right down. I love it. It is so tongue in cheek and self referential and meta and yeah, exactly. It's good stuff. Good stuff. All right, final question, and this might be a this might be a big one for you. Most powerful technique: Gohan's special beam cannon, Mm -hmm. 
or Ryushin Hadouken? Mm, I think special beam cannon, but only by a little bit. Mm. Shin Hadouken. Hadouken! Is, is, mm. That would... I think maybe we'd all go back in time. It would be so powerful. It would just, like... It would rip the very fabric of space and time. It's not, wor- it's not world-crushing yet. <laughs> not world-crushing yet. But if you get under <laughs> Gohan's skin just enough... Maybe he'll oh, take We've already seen, yeah. Level. That's that's definitely been proven. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow. Now we need to see, okay, are we going to surpass Goku? Are we going to surpass Vegeta? Are we going to surpass whoever? We'll see. <laughs> we will see. But, like, I mean, we've been teased by this since the dead zone. And yeah. this proverbial dangling carrot of name Gohan has been, like, just... For, oh, yeah. I mean, my God, it's been 1989 and we're just now getting this <laughs> just now absolutely we're speaking to the strength of a franchise it's going to be here long after you and i are here or gone but even and i'm grateful for it because you know the one thing that i love about and i think i've said this to you many a times about this franchise is that the thing that i love about dragon ball is that i don't think people really focus on the real theme of this and that's evolution mm-hmm. yeah it's ever changing it's ever growing and you never stop improving and that's the thing i really love about this this series and I am grateful to have you and everybody in that entire cast a part of it so with that said thank you Carl it's been awesome <laughs> thank you Dax I appreciate the opportunity to sit and chat with you and uh, to all your fans and viewers listeners to all out there if you haven't seen the new Dragon Ball movie and even if you're not a fan go with your friends and family and significant others because it is worth it it is a blast you will absolutely. enjoy it absolutely now with that said this is the time. I'm giving you the floor. Plug away. <laughs> I'm plugging. So I host my <laughs> own geek news slash comedy podcast all by myself called the Intergalactic Boombox at Boombox Pod on Twitter at and Boombox Pod, uh, boomboxpod.com. On the website, you'll see the archive of episodes. I record one a week. They're about 15 minutes each. And basically, I interact with myself. I've created my own characters. I've got a couple of stoner aliens, a conspiracy theorist, a Karen that calls in. I picked my voice up in post-production. <laughs> Jameson, if I'm correct, I hear uh, every yeah. once in a while. Yeah, that's uh, my that's conspiracy, and that is my J. Jonah Jameson impression. He puts his tinfoil hat on and reads all the news you can't use and makes fun of everybody. And he's so bitter and so angry all the time that we all tease him. And uh, yeah, I got a paranormal investigator called E.V. Pete. EVP is short for uh, electro. Let's see, electromagnetic voice phenomenon. Uh, Oh my God! It's just nuts because he's nuts. He's he, he sort of sounds like Pete Puma, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, I interact with him. I I, I do post production and, and and edit them to where they overlap a little bit. And mm-hmm. so, uh, yeah, I've been doing that for over a year. The Intergalactic Boombox. It's it's growing in 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 downloads and streams. So please awesome. give it a listen wherever you listen to podcasts and follow me. I'm most active on Twitter at my name at Kyle. A bear at my name Kyle A bear on Instagram at Kyle A bear VO on TikTok. So there you go. And some of the most entertaining memes you could ever see. I mean, you saw, and I said this before, and I'll say it again. If anybody needs like some cheering up online or whatever like that, 
go to Kyle Haber's uh, A Bears, uh, you know, social media accounts. There's always some funny tweet, uh, memes that he finds that just it's just off the wall. <laughs> They'll just have you smiling. I'm just resharing the brilliance uh, of, of everyone out there. You know, I don't know where these memes come from, but they're shared and, and they just all go viral. And I find them. It's like, you know, that put a smile on my face. I think someone else could use this, too. <laughs> <laughs> and you share two of mine. And I'm very grateful for that. That's like Hall of Fame worthy for me. <laughs> hey, hey, happy to happy to, man. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed this very special episode of Talk Time Live exclusive on behalf of myself and the one and only Kyle Hebert. All I got to say is learn to let go, live life, and love all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. We are out of here now. Shut up and go to the movies and see this movie. <laughs> Bye now. This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality.